Hi, and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Breffney Early, and you are listening to episode 133 of the show. It is the sports preview show here this Friday. We're going to be looking at the sporting action across the county a little bit later in the show. We're going to do something a little bit different because there's a lot of movement within the realm of Leitrim GAA at the moment, managerial appointments and boardroom changes on the county executive committee. Today, we're going to talk to the only people who are seeking election at the upcoming GAA convention, and it is for the head of the top table. The chairman position is up for grabs in the organization. I'll be joined later in the show by both people who are putting their names forward for that particular role on the county committee. And they are Enda Stenson of Eslin, a current county councillor, former football referee and has been involved in the GAA for as long as I can remember in the county. But also filling a lot of that role is Stephen Flynn, who has also been involved at county board level for many, many, many decades. We talk to both men and I give them a bit of a platform to put out their spake for what they feel they can bring to the role of chairperson of Leitrim GAA. Both men will tell us exactly what they plan to do should they be elected. I suppose here's an opportunity for people to hear a little bit about both men and what they might like to do with that particular position. I'll also be talking to Brendan Guckey who returns to the fold on the sideline for Leitrim GAA. After a two-year absence he is back on the sideline but not in the senior role as he was two years ago. He is now in as the under-17 manager and I suppose it's a well-known tradition in sport that you put your best coaches with the youngest players in your development path and try and encourage people to stay involved as they go through and he's built up a really really top-notch team around him with uh, assistant coaches of Emlyn Mulligan and Jimmy Guckian on that side but also his strength and conditioning coach is Endem Lyons of Carrie Gallen and his nutritionist is Philip Howard and there's a really really good team that he has built up around him and I think it's a really promising sign for the county that there's a really good calibre of person involved with that particular under-17 squad. And I think it's it's a good day for Leitrim GA to announce that signing earlier this week. So we'll be catching up with Brendan uh, later in the programme as well. We're going to take a quick look through some of the fixtures of the weekend. And we'll start with Gaelic Games. And on Saturday afternoon at 12 noon in Manor Hamilton, the under-15 Division 1 semi-final takes place between Glencarm, Manor Hamilton and Melvin Gales. So an all-North Leitrim affair there. On Sunday, there are two games, both at the same time, which is unfortunate in the under-20 grade. The A-final between St. Mary's and Fianna St. Collins is at 2pm in Carrick and Shannon in Avoncard Park, Shaw McDiarmada, while the B-final takes place at the same time, 2pm in Balnamore between St. Bridget's and St. Joseph's. So unfortunately, if you had hoped to get to both games, that is not likely to happen, given that they're both in different locations at the same time on Sunday afternoon. And that's really the only Gaelic football action this weekend. In terms of soccer, there are two games involving Leitrim teams at senior or adult level at least, uh, in junior soccer in the league, in the Super League, uh, here in the Sligo Leitrim district. Manor Rangers are at home to St. John's in a league clash at 11am in the B Park in Manor Hamilton, while Carricktown must visit Gurchin for their clash in the Premier League with Gurchin Celtic. Uh, of course, the Premier League is Division 2, effectively, of the Sligo Leitrim League. 
In rugby, there's one game in the Connacht Senior Cup where Sligo make the journey to Galway to play Galwegians at 4.30 tomorrow afternoon. And that game is in the semi-final of the Connacht Senior Cup with the winners facing Corinthians in the sports grounds in Galway just the weekend before Christmas. Two junior games as well in the league. Carrick face the visit of Corinthians, the aforementioned Galway side. That is at 2.30 on Sunday, the 24th of November, while Connemara is the destination for Sligo's junior side as they make the trip out west to Connemara. Both those games kicking off 2.30 on Sunday afternoon. Sligo game is junior 1A division, while the Carrick is junior 1C division of the rugby. That is effectively the first and third division below the AIL in the county, or in the country, should I say. There is boxing action as well. Tonight, Dean Clancy is live on TG Carr as he faces his first ever elite senior championship competition. Now, we did go through the details of what that means. There's a senior championship, which effectively is Division 2 in the championships in boxing in the country. Dean won that grade and has a as a result, has earned the right to be in the elite championships. And he has now progressed to the final of that, which takes place tonight, as you listen to this Friday night, live on TG Carr. Keep an eye out on local listings for where and when his fight will be. But it will be, I think, sometime after 7pm tonight, as you're listening to this. Dervila Rooney, unfortunately, not in action. She didn't compete this year. She had been slated to take part in a semi-final during the week. But unfortunately, did not take part in that competition. There is also a minor ladies football final taking place this weekend in Leitrim Village, Saturday afternoon. And Manor Rangers are in that. I can't tell you offhand. I don't have the fixture to hand, but I know they are taking part in that this weekend. The very best luck to all the sides taking part. It's the last game, I think, of the ladies football season of the calendar year, at least. Now, let's get on to the nuts and bolts of the show today. And first of all, we're going to talk to the two candidates for the chairman's position of Leitrim GAA. Now, there was a contest as to who I would speak to first, but it just so happened that Enda was available. So we'll do them in the order of the discussions that I had with both men. And I raised a couple of questions with them about their experience within the GAA, their motivation for going for the position, and some of the dreams and aspirations that they had for Leitrim GAA during the period they might be in office should they be elected at the convention on the 15th of December. I also raised a couple of concerns in respect of conflicts of interest. Stephen has a son on the county panel, while Enda also is an elected public representative. And I just put those concerns to both men. I think you'll find both men are very open and honest and very forthright about why they're taking part. And I think you'll enjoy these particular interviews. It must be said from the off, I have worked with both of these individuals over a period of 20 odd years involved with Leitrim GA and I've dipped in and out over the years and both have been particularly good to me over the years and I wish both men the very best of luck. But anyway, that's all just on a personal level and we will listen to the two boys here. First up is Enda Stenson and followed by that we'll be hearing from Stephen Flynn. On the 15th of December Leitrim GA will meet or the clubs will gather to form the convention for this year and make a decision on who will be forming the county board. As we've spoken about with Terence Boyle earlier in the programme, earlier in the year, he has to step down because of the five-year rule and the, the term limit. It also applies in a couple of other positions, namely secretary 
also PRO and I think development officer as well. And I believe Sean O'Sullivan has stepped down as well from his role as the as the cultural officer as well. I think, I think that's his role in the committee. It means a little bit of turnover. And today we're going to talk to two of the candidates who are going for the only contested position on the day. And that is the position of chairman. It's a pretty important position. And first up, I'm joined by Enda Stenson to talk about uh, the position, his motivations for, for going for the role, and what he hopes to do maybe in the next one to five years as chairman of Leitrim County Board, if uh, all things go to plan. Enda, welcome to the program. Hello, Brefney, and hello to all your listeners. <laughs> and uh, I am here, yeah, it's correct that I have allowed my name to go forward. I'm not going to say that people were jumping out of the rafters saying, you go because you're the best man or whatever. It's something that I would... Uh, love to do it's something that I kind of I grew up within a GA family you know my brother has been secretary of the Roscommon board and we were always GA people I nobody I don't think would ever question my love for Leitrim and love for the GA and I knew that the position of a chairperson would uh, be coming up with turns by has to vacate the position after the five years and, and before I, I, I go any further you, like you have to pay tribute to Terence Boyle I think he did a wonderful job like you know and the, with all the work that has been done plus the completion of the Centre of Excellence in Anadolf I think he has had a wonderful five years and, and, and well done to Terence and, and uh, I've seen that he is taking up another position within the board I'm not sure if what positions are vacant or what positions are not vacant other than that I as I said followed the position of the the chairperson and I have put my name forward I feel that I I feel I'm capable of doing the job I feel I have a pretty good knowledge of the GA I have a good knowledge of the clubs within the county after refereeing for say 30 years up and down the county and enjoyed every every day of it and and probably created a good rapport with most of the club members up and down the county yeah there's always the day that things don't always go as you would like them to go but uh, I, 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 I as I said I did as I seen best on the day at any given time and that is what I would do as chairperson of the board in terms of your experience, obviously you're a public representative with the Leitrim County Council for the last 20 years. I am in my fifth term as Leitrim County Council. When this five years up, I'll have 25 years done as a member of Leitrim County Council. That's uh, a lot of experience behind me, as we'll say, dealing with the public. But uh, it's always challenging. It's always new. And as I said, this is a challenge. Uh I think for the health of the GA within the county, it's good that there is a contest. And uh, if anything, maybe it's not as disappointing that there isn't enough contests. It's I don't think it's that people don't uh, don't want to go, but the, you know, a name goes out early in play, and people say, oh, "Well, if he's going for it, I won't go for it," or whatever. I didn't know that there was going to be a contest for this when I initially said I didn't know that the the vice chairperson was was interested, but. That's so be it. It's fine. You know, like, you know, it's good that the delegates going to convention on December the 15th has a choice. One of the roles that you've been involved in in your political career has been as chair of the Leitrim Sports Partnership. What can you bring from other sports in the county? Because the GA does dominate the sporting landscape here in Leitrim. So what, what have you learned from that period of time from other clubs that you might bring back to Leitrim GA? Well, I've been chair of the Leitrim Sports Partnership, I think for the last 10, 10 years, I think, yeah. 10 years and... Uh, uh, of its 10-year existence, to yeah, be fair. A role I, 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 I particularly enjoy. But Leitrim Sports Partnership, 
at times, you know, it, it tends to look out for the, 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 the minority sports. Doesn't deal that heavily within the GA uh, as such. A lot of the, the disability groups, uh, women on the water, men on the move, uh, tri bikes, for a lot of things like that, that it, it isn't particularly related to the the GA as such. They're kind of different different bodies. Leitrim and rural counties and, and, and our culture was all developed around the GA. There is a definite uh, move away a bit from that. Uh, with, with, with society as it is and all the discussions with different groups coming into our country, it's always going to move away from the GA and that's only rightly so. And, and there has to be an opening given for all those other activities that is out there. And, and, and I think Leitrim Sports Partnership does that under the direction of Declan Boyle. In terms of the, the GA, I suppose what could, could come out of that experience something like uh, the Gaelic for mothers and others uh, on the women's side of things could there be an opportunity for maybe I'm thinking of people who maybe are lapsed competitive footballers that might I know Colin Regan does a lot of work from, from head, headquarters on, on that health and wellness stuff is, is there an opportunity there for, for something within Leitrim GA for, for the average club member who's not necessarily going to be make the first team in the club I would imagine well there should be now, I have to say, I haven't given that that much thought yet. But you know, and I know, and the, the listenership out there knows that there's a huge volume of people that have grown up with the GA, have played GA, have been involved in their clubs, and they just seem to disappear off the scene. And, and, and a lot of those people have an awful lot to offer to the youngsters coming up. And I think there should be an opening. There should be some other reach out to those people that would come back and become active within. That is what they are about. That's what their culture is about. But there's a lot of people that have been involved over the years, never became after the stop player. That was the end of it. Um, so I, what, what can you do as chairman if, if you're successful? What can you do to try and maybe encourage those people back into I, the organisation? As you rightly pointed out, like for the ladies' GA, like the mothers and others, is a great one. Then you have the over 40s for the gentlemen. Uh, but that's still quite competitive. Very competitive. If I was to be asked, because I, 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 I distinctly remember refereeing uh, an over 40s All Ireland. And my God, it was so competitive. I think even nearly too competitive at that level uh, because you get some extremely fit people at 40 years of age. Then you can get others. <laughs> you get the likes of me who's about to well, turn 40. Well, the likes of me or the likes of me. More of us could come in at that age and maybe we haven't the same strength and conditioning done. And, and, and it can become dangerous. I think there should be a line drawn where people would, uh, uh, if you're going in to play at that level, there should be some check on it because I, I would be, be, you know, I'd be afraid that uh, you know people aren't properly looked after. As you said, there should be something planned out for them, not just walk in, do that over and out. I, I, I don't know if that's the best thing. As I said, I've seen it at first hand, and it's a pretty tough competition overall. But there are lots of competitions within the GA. There's lots of activities within the GA. There's lots of activities within our culture that people should become involved in. People move away from things too quick. In terms of the, the health of Leitrim GA at the moment, obviously you're, the, the incoming chairman will inherit uh, an organisation with a brand new facility in Anna Duff in the Centre of Excellence, the stand in, in Park 
shown is a credit to the last five or ten years of the GA in the county as well. Club football is improving. The new structures over the last uh, 12 months and the, the tightened league and championship seasons will help club football over the next couple of months and years. Uh, what do you see as probably the three main things that you want to achieve in your term, whatever length that might be? Should yeah, whatever, you it can be one year. It can be anything up to five years. That depends on how it goes. I will not uh, say set out uh, bullet points that I am going to achieve this. I am going to, first of all, hopefully, if I get elected, I have to. If I if I get elected, it would be to continue what is there. First of all, we are very lucky that the Centre of Excellence is finished. We have Park Sean as it is. I I definitely would think that the time is coming soon that maybe we need light in Park Sean that you can have uh, nighttime games. I, I, I think that is soon becoming an essential in all county grounds. And if you have lights, I think you would need uh, uh, an all-weather surface on the ground. I think that is something down the line. It can't happen immediately because finance and Webby wouldn't allow that to happen. But it's something that has to be... Uh, watched out for it has to be done in, in, in the future because it's going to happen right around the place and nighttime games is the common thing at weekends and, and, and that's what's going to happen and, and, and it'll have to be done as we see it right in all other major county grounds you know they can they can we have so floodlights I know Ballinamore just recently got funding in the sports capital grants last week for floodlights so you're saying that's something that you'd like to see happen in, in Park Sean and an artificial service I, I, in Park Sean? Well, not an, well, surface, we'll, we'll say an all-weather pitch, which necessarily is not an artificial surface. But I do believe that there should be an all-weather weather, weather surface there. At the moment, the surface in Park Sean is pretty good. You know, and, 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 and the drainage and the management of Park Sean have been very good over the years. But if you were going to start playing, uh, put lights in it and have a lot of other games, you know, at night time and things like that. Well, I think then it'll call for because we don't know um, weather can become very poor from January up to March, and and that's when you need it. I suppose finally we are just running out of time. But finally, why should the clubs of the county and why should the supporters of GA the county put Enda Stenson into the chair for the next period? Because they know. And I have done it all along. I've been a person of my word. I have done my very best for anybody who has ever asked me for every organisation that ever I did. I give it my all. I will hopefully go into this position with my eyes open. I want to blinkers on. I will do what is needed to be done. I have a pretty good working relationship with uh, with other people I uh, you know and, and and I think that is essential in in the role of chairman of the county but I know there's always difficulties but I would be quite prepared to sit down with any group of people any club discuss any issues that they may have and uh, I would hopefully work it through let that be for one year or let that be for five years. That's up to the delegates. Uh, as I said, I'm a member of Leitham County Council as well for the next five years. So I will have a lot of uh, public dealings to take on. So it's it's just another thing. Is that a conflict of interest in terms of your role on the County Council and the role in Leitham GA? Like, if it comes down to making a decision that might affect a club, that might potentially be, be votes, um, it, will you let that sway your decision in, in, in a committee meeting 
Oh, for the GAA. Oh, well, I don't understand. Like, being a member of Leitrim County Council is a voluntary. It's not a, a, a member of the GAA is a voluntary position. Being a member of Leitrim County Council is a part-time position. So you have to be able to work one with the other. I'm not sure of what the, where the conflict could arise. What, what would well, hypothetically, I don't, I don't want to dwell on the negative too oh, much, no, no, but, no, just, quite, but okay. hypothetically, I'm sure the listeners will be asking this question, so I just want to ask it on their behalf. But hypothetically, you have a situation where a club in your electoral area breaks a rule and it comes to the committee for a decision. You're involved in that decision within the GEA rules. Will you be able to make and apply the rule fairly without the consequence it might have on your political no, career? No, you would have to apply the rules fairly. Like The rules are rules. I was reffing for 10 years after being elected to the position. I don't think there was ever an issue that I, I would have dealt differently with somebody from Barnacoola than I would have with somebody from Melvin Gales. No, you, you can't, that's, you're talking about two different things. You're talking about a sporting issue and a totally different issue. You couldn't, we can't mix that. No, absolutely not. There, be, there is no conflict in that. You know, right across, right across the country you have people in those positions. It, it, it doesn't work. You have rules within the GA. Those rules have to be adhered to in the main at all times they are adhered to. Perfect. Well, listen, and I have to say, I've known you in from a GA context, from refereeing me as a child, but also <laughs> as a as a budding referee myself in my late teens. Yes, I remember. And, and you, as was the other candidate for the for the chairperson, have both personally been very helpful to me at that stage in my life, and I, I want to thank you for that. And I know whoever wins this election will do the best for Leitrim GA. I have, I have absolutely no doubt about that. I wish Amanda. you the very very best. Thank you so much, Brefney, and the best of luck. Thank no you. problem at all. Thank you. Of course, to have an election, we must have two candidates. So I am joined by the other nominee for the chair position of Leitrim GA, Stephen Flynn. Welcome to the programme. Thank you very much. Of course, a Mughal GA man and long been involved in the in the upper levels of Leitrim GA. I know as a, as a teenager, you were the, the kingpin of Bordenog back in the day. Tell us a bit about yourself and your own history in the GA and Leitrim. Well, I first became involved in the GA at the tender age of 15 when I was appointed uh, club secretary. In fact, I was two days short of my 15th birthday uh, and I was asked to be secretary of the club in Mohol, uh, which I did for three years. I followed that up with assistant secretary of the county board in 1979 and everything that's happened in between is history. Um, uh, there, there's no point in running through all the positions I've had on the county board. Uh, it would take too long to cover them all. Absolutely. In terms of where Leitrim GA is at the now, it's in pretty rude health and it's had a pretty spectacular uh, year this year, but probably the last three or four years. The new Centre of Excellence, um, the stand in, in Park Sean have all come on board in the last decade or so. Where do you see Leitrim GA being now? Well, I, I would like to have seen us at the position we are now uh, infrastructurally uh, 10 years ago. But uh, that isn't the case and that can't be the case. We are where we are now uh, at the end of 2019. Uh, infrastructurally, we're now poised to move forward football-wise and hurling-wise. Uh, we've gone up a division in both hurling and football uh, and now we need to get competitive and concentrate on the hurling and football. Uh, 
in terms of what were you to be elected at the convention on the 15th of December, in terms of what you think you can bring to the the position of, of chairperson, what would you consider success at the end of a term, whether that's one year or five years or something in between? Uh, well, I would have always considered myself uh, very friendly towards a player number one and player welfare number two. Uh, and I would also consider myself a very club-friendly person uh, in that if a club had a problem, they got the benefit of the doubt. Um, I'd like to see that carried on a, a step further uh, and to make sure that our players, both hurling, football, handball and whatever we do, that they're looked after well uh, for the, the commitment they give. Because the commitment, I, I know it personally, the commitment that is given by a Leitrim footballer is no less than the commitment given by uh, a Dublin footballer. They're winning all errands. We're winning a division a promotion from Division Four to Division Three. I'd like to see that continue on an upward spire. And in terms of within the county, what would be the main focus that you would have during your term as chairman? Well, uh, I think last year probably saw us set up uh, a pretty decent structure competition-wise. I would like to see um, more competitive competitions at each level. And when we have representatives w winning competitions within the county, that they are strong in their own grade going outside the county. In terms of infrastructure, obviously the big project completed now in Anaduff and also the stand being paid off as, as, as we go are there any more major infrastructural projects that you think might be a target for Leitrim GA? Uh, the only one I see from the Leitrim GA point of view is uh, the maintenance or the upgrading of the pitch surface in Carrickhead Channel. I think infrastructurally for a county operating at, at the level we do uh, and the numbers we have, I think we've done very well over the last number of years to uh, have what we have and in fact we're, we're, we're ahead of some counties in terms of the pitch any specific pl plan for that or any any surface that you'd particularly like to have on the pitch uh, a natural surface uh, free draining um, that would be level and even it's not just the, the the at the required level at the minute in terms of Leitrim GA because we worked together on Leitrim GA yeah. twenty years ago and the on the on the county board you were I think you might have been assistant secretary at the time I can't remember the specific position you were secretary as I left but in terms of the the actual organisation it's grown from an organisation with a turnover of about maybe two or three hundred thousand a year to one with over a million euros a year in turnover. It's, it's a much different animal now than it was 15 or 20 years ago. What experience have you of, of being involved in, in the management of organisations like that? Well, I, I said it a number of times uh, when I went to Congress last year down in Wexford. I left Leitrim as a volunteer, but I arrived in Wexford as a board member. I mean, the GA has gone very corporate, and we're going further corporate down the road of uh, investing our properties, both club and county, within the GA structure manifesting itself as a corporate organisation. I would have been and still am a keen advocate of introducing younger talent such as yourself and I was sorry to see you go at the time um, 
you, you won a, a McNamee Award, I think, uh, at the time. Um, and, and you were innovative. But we, we tend to uh, turn away youngsters for whatever reason. I would like to, in my term, if I'm lucky enough to secure the position, I would like to encourage involvement by young people to bring a fresh approach to the GA in Leitrim. I suppose one thing, we asked Enda about his political uh, attachments and this was a conflict of interest. Your son, Donal, is a ca- current county player on the panel. Do you feel that having a family member on the f- actual team for Leitrim could compromise you in any way around the board table? Oh, not, not at all. Not, not at all. As I said, I'm very pro-players. Whether I had a son or my three sons were playing, it wouldn't make any difference. I'd be arguing for the player and the benefit uh, of what we can give to the players, not holding back. Maybe that won't go down well with fellow officers, but I would be very proactive in relation to players. And I am very proud to have a son who is able to pull a jersey over his back and say, come on, I'll give you a hand, lads. In terms of why should clubs support Stephen Flynn at the convention? Why should, uh, if there's someone who's voted a club AGM over the next few weekends, why, why should they back you to be the chair of Leitrim GA? Well, uh, my record of work on behalf of the GA is unquestionable. My work uh, record on behalf of individuals and clubs, and they may not have been county players, is unquestionable. And my work on behalf of clubs who are in difficulty and trying to help them out is unquestionable. And that's the type of person I am. Uh, I'll try and assist with individuals within uh, clubs clubs within the organisation and I honestly believe that the chairman and secretary are the mouthpieces for the clubs of the county uh, and should be working on their behalf. In terms of the needs of the club, what do you think are the are the biggest supports that clubs need over the next say two to five years that you may or may not be in, in the position? Well, uh, I suppose one of the things they need is a, a, an ease on demand of finances. Uh, and if that, that could be done by uh, whittling back or um, laying off some of the, the, the levy that we attach to clubs, I would prepare to give that a break for a year. Uh, I, I asked for a number of years ago and was voted down by the clubs, but um, uh, finance doesn't really seem to be a problem. Uh, clubs are only just getting by, but they seem to be doing enough fundraising to get by. Um, clubs who have certain capital projects, I would prepare to assist them with possibility of um, Croke Park loans at 1.9%. Um, but we'd have to, uh, structurally uh, or infrastructurally again, clubs are in a good position in Leitrim, uh, ahead of where they were when I started out. In terms of Leitrim County Board, I suppose, 25 years ago, we won a Connacht Championship. We haven't won a senior championship since, although we have flattered to deceive. It was a minor championship in 98, but we haven't actually won a Connacht competition uh, of any significance in terms of championships since then. What do we need to do, or what does the board need to do to facilitate an environment where that's going to be allowed to happen again? 
Uh, well, I was involved with the 1998 setup, uh, and I think it's ironic that a man like Pat Pryor, who was manager at that time, wasn't asked to manage any under-21 team or senior team in the interim. Uh, I'm not saying that management is the, the sole key, but Pat Pryor was a very good manager. He knew a player's strengths, weaknesses, and he knew how to employ them on the field. I think the basic knowledge of a player's capabilities and uh, improving their skill level is essential. Whether that makes more time on the field, it means more time for training. Uh, but that, that's where we've got to go. Um, the Dublin organisation are practically professional and we've got to go as far as we can go without putting too much demands on players. I mean, players have lives to live as well and I appreciate that, but uh, my focus would be, I think we, we're, we're where we are infrastructurally, but we now need to focus on improving standards of players because I have said two years ago in the Observer when we were looking for players from around the county to come back and help us scale to Division 4 I wrote an article in which I said the players are in the county and I still believe that the players are in the county to uh, assist Leitrim move forward the commitment that a player has to give is astronomical and maybe that's what's turning some, some guys off but if they bought into the, 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 the process, uh, I think they'd enjoy it and it would improve them uh, as well. What can, again, we say the board under yourself in, in that situation of being elected, what can the board do to encourage those lads to come back without breaking the amateur ethos and the amateur rules of the GA? Uh, well, I'm not quite sure if the board... Uh, maybe a senior member such as the chairman or secretary would be aware of players who were capable of playing inter-county football and to encourage them and to leave life as uh, simple for them in what they're doing, whether it's studies or their professional career or, or whatever, to leave life as simple for them as is possible. Uh, that doesn't always take money. Uh, putting certain items in place for them that are, are non-cost effective um, could work. It depends on each situation. Uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Uh, we, we've got to modify our situation in relation to each player. And there are, I mean, the, the, the level of competition in the championship this year has been tremendous. Uh, you have probably five or six clubs that are well capable of winning a senior championship um, and that's good that you've got players to pick from there but equally on the lower divisions you have players who are capable of playing um, senior football at inter-county level We'll probably wrap it up there Stephen, I think you've given a fairly good account of yourself and obviously your decades of experience in the game in the county in terms of administration I know uh, one complaint I, I heard about you at one point was that you were probably a little bit too good at the job which is is a, a positive on, on most things but uh, from a personal point of view obviously I worked with you on Leitrim GA oh, it's 17, 18 years ago now when I, when I uh, stepped down as, as PRO of the, of the county board 
And you were very helpful to me in a particular situation that happened at that time. And I, I can't thank you for that enough. I know it's 17 years later, but um, I always found you very professional, very courteous, very amenable. And I wish you the absolute very best of luck in whatever. Um, and competent, it has to be said, super competent and, and on top of the ball at all times. So I wish you the very, very best of luck in the next couple of weeks in terms of garnering support and uh, hopefully the best of luck in the, the election process as well. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming in to me. No bother. Thank you. Now, speaking of people seeking a role within Leitrim GA for 2020, one person is celebrating this week after getting himself uh, one of the managerial positions in the county. Not a stranger to managerial positions within the county at club and inter-county level. Brendan Guckian, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Brendan. Nice to be here. Of course, a former senior manager of Leitrim uh, with a decent level of success over, I think, was it two or three years? Two years. Two years at the helm of the senior footballers. You've been gone for a little while, but you haven't really been gone. You've still been very active in the, the club game and the, the regional game as the youth development. Yeah, I was I was with the seniors, very fortunate to be with the seniors for, for two years. Um, massive learning curve, fabulous experience, one that um, I really enjoyed, even though it was, it was difficult at times. Um, so I finished up in 2018, took, it, took the year out. Um, well, pretty much took the year out. Um, as you rightly say, I was involved with the, the under-14 regional tournament, um, which was a very successful tournament uh, run by the Leitrim Minor County Board. Um, and then I was also involved with St Mary's Minor Girls, which again, they were fortunate to win the championship this year. Getting back in at that level, did it kind of reinvigorate your your love of the game and why people play in the first place? Yeah, look, I, I suppose a lot of people have been asking me this week why why go back in at under seventeens as if it, it's nearly um, that you're going down a step. Whereas I would see it as the opposite. You know, I, I suppose my ambition was always to manage my club senior team and and county senior team, and I'm very unfortunate to have got the opportunity to do those two things. But now I have a great opportunity to get in with, with the under-17s and sort of hopefully develop them and that they will progress to represent Leitrim at, at senior level. Um, and I suppose that's why I brought in the, the the management team that I brought in because we're trying to create a, an environment that, that would be at senior level. So when they transfer from, from minor to, to senior, it won't be a huge transition for them. Because the backroom team you have is is very extensive. I know in recent years at this level, because I've had family involved, it was sometimes one guy with maybe one or two colleagues coming in to help him. Um, it might necessarily have had the kind of expertise that you've got, but right down to, I think, Philip Howard as nutrition, Enda Lyons as your strategic conditioning coach, Emily Mulligan, obviously hugely um, high profile in terms of a guy that these young lads would have looked up to in the green and gold elite from over the last 10 years they might not remember you in the playing pitch but they do know and they've watched Emlyn over the last 10 or 15 years as they've grown up Jimmy obviously a long established footballer in the county with the club and also with the, the county team as well in terms of what they bring to the, the whole equation. Like they ne- nearly all have inter-county experience as well as their expertise in their own areas. Yeah, well, I, I suppose I'd be a very firm believer that the, the better people you have surrounding you, the better your, your success is going to be. And I suppose I've worked with a lot of the lads in, in the senior setup, the likes of, of Philip Howard, as you rightly mentioned, and the Lions, 
Um, you've Kevin Ludlow, who's going to be the goalkeeping coach. You've Alan Doonan, who's going to look after stats. Um, you know, so I know their expertise. I know how good they are at what they do. And then the likes of Emlyn and Jimmy are going to bring a different dynamic. Um, you know, I've, I've known Jimmy pretty much all my life um, as a player and as a friend. And, and I have huge respect for him. Um, you know, he was a very talented footballer. He's very clever. Um, and Emlyn, obviously, I had him. I saw him firsthand with, with the county seniors, how he prepares for training, etc. And I think he'll be a great role model for 16, 17 year old kids. Have you been following this current crop of under 16s this year? I know they're just in the middle of that Father Manning Cup campaign at the moment. Um, I'll be honest with you, I only saw them once. I saw them over in Elfin against Triscommon uh, there about two or three weeks ago. Um, I was impressed with their, their skill set. Um, something that's that's a positive is, is they're, they're some of them physically strong, I suppose, which maybe we've been lacking at times at underage. Um, so they look as there's, there's great potential there. In terms of the chances of success going forward, I've always kind of personally had a belief that the underage was probably our biggest opportunity to to really create a bit of a, a wave purely because uh, education in terms of third level education and moving away for that hasn't happened yet. Emigration in terms of employment hasn't happened yet in their lives. They're that year younger, so they're all still in school. They're all still around the area. Does that make it easier than maybe dealing with a senior group of players? Yeah, well, even logistically, it makes it easier straight away because you don't have guys to travel out from outside the, the county. Um, we're fortunate enough there's not too many of them doing their leave insert as well, which would obviously be, be of a benefit going forward because obviously, you know, um, education is, is huge for kids nowadays, so we wouldn't want to take any focus away from that. But, um, yeah, look, at I suppose our biggest aim is that that we improve them and that we hopefully introduce them to to sort of different standards and that they will you know transfer that as I say to senior level. In terms of your own role, is it a one year term or for a couple of years? It's that hasn't really been spoken about to be honest. Um, I suppose obviously the county board will have a say in that. Um, we'll obviously judge how we how we perform at the end of this year. And in terms of, I suppose, going forward, what's the plan in the immediate term? How soon before you get those lads together? Again, we're having a management meeting this weekend. We'll start ourselves planning planning what, what our plan is for the year. Um, we'd probably have maybe a couple of trials. Um, you know, I think it's only fair that everybody sort of gets a chance um, that we'd see anybody and anybody that is interested that they'd come along and then hopefully we'll we'll start maybe guys up on, on a strength and conditioning programme come early January and take it from there. In terms of what success might look like for that team next year, what would you be hoping to, to be able to say in 12 months' time, well, this year was a success and here's why? What's the, the goals? Well, I suppose you can you can say you're going to win championship games, etc. Like, But for me personally, I would like that, obviously, that the team is going to improve. I would like that anybody that comes out and watches them and supports them would, would be able to say that that's one of the hardest working Leitrim teams that they've seen in a while. And, you know, if we get that out of them, there'll be a couple of surprises along the way. Well, listen, Brendan, thank you so much for dropping in to have a chat with us. I know you're, limit, you're tight for time, so I'll let you go. But thank you so much and the very, very best luck to you and the team that you've assembled. And I think uh, good things ahead for the, for the youngsters of Leitrim GA. Appreciate it. Thanks very much, Brendan.
And that, folks, is all we have time for today. A big thank you to Brendan Guckian for coming in and telling us all about his plans for the next 12 months as the under-17 manager in County Leitrim. And also to the two candidates for the chairmanship of Leitrim GAA, to Enda Stenson and Stephen Flynn. A massive thank you for them to come in and put their names forward for such an esteemed position within the sport in this county. The very best of luck to both of them. In terms of the show, we I will be back tomorrow with A Current Affair and the Sport Roundup Show will be back with you on Monday. Talk to you then.